Good morning. You're listening to the top news stories of the day from around the world powered by Newsbulb. Sensex was up 113 points at 57901 and the Nifty was up 27 points at 17248 today. Bajaj Finance, Infosys, BPCL, Titan and Reliance Industries Limited were among the top Nifty gainers. While losers included Hindalco, Cipla, Maruti Suzuki, ICICI Bank and Hero Motor Corp. According to International Monetary Fund Chief Economist Geeta Gopinath, emerging countries should regulate crypto assets rather than banning them as they may benefit from it. She also expressed the urgent need for a global policy on cryptocurrency. Investing in penny stocks is quite risky. However, sometimes it can give a whopping return to its shareholder. Cosmo Ferries is one of the multi-bagger penny stocks in 2021. This share surged from 12 rupees to 240 rupees in year-to-date time giving a 2000% return to its shareholders. An NFT memorializing Wikipedia founder Jimmy Wales first edit on the online reference resource 20 years ago and the computer he used when programming the platform was sold for a total of almost 1 million dollars at an auction on Wednesday. The NFT is of Wikipedia's debut on-screen image when Wales posted the first words Hello world. The Strawberry iMac was the personal computer he used for development and research at the time of the website's launch on 15th January 2001, Christie's said. Alvin Copeland of Suffolk, England won his second lottery of 1 million dollars that makes 7 crore 60 lakh rupees after nearly two decades of winning a 1 lakh dollars lottery prize in 2002. Copeland guessed the first five numbers correctly for the 4th December draw. In October, a man got lucky not once, not twice, not thrice, but 20 times. William Newell of Alexandria had purchased 20 identical tickets for the same lottery drawing and won all 20 of them to bag a total prize of 1 lakh dollars. Technology Innovation Institute Scientists have developed a new device that will enhance cancer treatment without damaging the healthy tissues. The radio lens developed allows microwave cancer therapy devices to be placed close to the human body. The lens can be used in hyperthermia. Kolkata's Durga Puja festival has been accorded the United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization that is UNESCO heritage status. Prime Minister Narendra Modi and West Bengal Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee have praised the move. The Supreme Court on Thursday allowed the Maharashtra government to conduct bullock cart races in the state. It will have to be conducted in accordance with the rules and the amendments made by the Supreme Court to the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals Act. Metro man E Shridharan on Thursday announced that he has quit active politics. He said he was never a politician and has learned a lesson from his loss in the assembly elections this year. Shridharan had joined the BJP less than a year ago. 40-year-old Tarun Gill has created history in Asia's biggest bodybuilding competition IHFF Sheru Classic Amateur Olympia by coming in the top 10. Tarun started his journey as a working professional in an MNC to become a professional men's physique athlete. 
The idea of gender neutral uniforms in schools is gaining momentum in Kerala. A section of the Muslim community has begun opposing the idea and it is accusing the left front government of forcing a modern dress concept on school children. Protests erupted when more than a dozen schools in the state shifted to the gender neutral uniform and the government pledged support to the new initiative. Many women's outfits have also lauded the new initiative saying it will help bridge the gender gap. Reddit on Wednesday announced it had confidentially filed for a proposed IPO with the US Securities and Exchange Commission. According to reports, the company was looking at a valuation of more than 15 billion dollars. It did not disclose the number of shares to be offered. The UP government has announced a 3% point increase in the dearness allowance for government employees. The DA will now be 31% after this increase. The DA has been rolled out with effect from July 2021. The arrears for the past month will be transferred to the employees provident fund account. Private companies offer incentives and higher pay to retain their employees. A Florida-based business has come up with a unique offer. Mechanical One, an air conditioning and plumbing company is offering two new and mortgage-free homes. The company's president and CEO Jason James said the drawing will be held in December next year. It has bought two lots for the three-bedroom, two-bath homes. It has also set aside a five lakh dollars budget for the project. The Indian government has approved a ten billion dollars incentive plan to establish chip and display industries here. This comes as India seeks to become an electronics manufacturing hub and cut reliance on supplies from China with which it has tense relations. The production linked incentives will be offered to companies over the span of 6 years. The government said after a cabinet meeting on Wednesday, it expects to attract investments worth 1.7 trillion rupees for more than 20 units. Indian Army Chief General M.M. Narvane has officially taken charge as the chairman of the Chiefs of Staff Committee which consists of all three service chiefs. He is the senior most among the three service chiefs. The post fell vacant after the untimely demise of Chief of Defence Staff General Bipin Rawat in an Indian Air Force helicopter crash on 8th December. The US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has said that the Omicron variant of COVID-19 is more transmissible than the Delta variant of COVID-19 and has a doubling rate of about 2 days. The CDC director has said that the variant may dominate US cases in weeks ahead. She further noted that at least 36 states and over 75 countries have reported confirmed cases caused by the Omicron variant. The CDC released data on the Omicron variant based on the US National Genomic Sequencing Analysis. As per sources, the Union Cabinet has approved the proposal to increase the age of marriage for women from 18 to 21 years. This comes a year after Prime Minister Narendra Modi made the announcement during his Independence Day address from Red Fort in August 2020. At present, the minimum age of marriage for men is 21 and for women is 18. Now, the government will bring amendments to the Prohibition of Child Marriage Act, Special Marriage Act, and Hindu Marriage Act to give the new proposal a shape. Delhi's air quality continued to remain in the very poor category with the overall air quality index at 337 on Thursday morning. The air quality is predicted to improve from Friday due to a likely high wind speed. Meanwhile, the mercury is all set to fall especially in North India over the next 2 days. 
In Delhi also, things are going to get all chilly. The minimum temperature may drop to 5 degrees Celsius by the weekend. Amid emerging threats from the Omicron variant of the SARS-CoV-2 virus and the other potential mutations, India has reiterated the demands for a concerted global effort to help maintain a steady supply of COVID-19 vaccines. India's permanent representative to the United Nations, T.S. Tirumurthy, said that made-in-India vaccines have been immediately offered to countries that are severely affected by the pandemic. A Hezbollah Mujahideen terrorist was eliminated during an encounter in the Rajpura area of Pulwama in Jammu and Kashmir on Wednesday. The terrorist has been identified as Firoz Ahmeddar, a resident of Hef Shrimal in Shopian district. He was active since 2017. Filmmaker Sanjarila Bhansali's Gangubai Kathiawari starring Alia Bhatt is set to have its world premiere at the Berlin International Film Festival. Regarded as one of the world's largest public film festivals, the event will be held from 10th February to 20th February. Alia will be seen in the title role of Gangubai, one of the most powerful, loved and respected madams from Mumbai's red light area, Kamathipura, during the 1960s. The film will hit theatres on 18 February 2022. Employees of state-run banks are set to go on a two-day nationwide strike starting Thursday. There are 9 lakh employees in public sector banks and all of them are expected to take part in the nationwide strike. The strike has been called to protest against the government's move to privatize two public sector leaders. The strike may impact banking operations such as check clearance and fund transfer. You were listening to the Newswell podcast. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe and download the application from Google Play Store and App Store.